Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Get out. It's true. Get the fuck out. There he is, the Bushman. Here uh, we are, back again. If anybody has a party, play that at the beginning of it to get rid of the people that aren't there to fucking party. Yeah, it'll get rid of uh, those pesky neighbors you don't want there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, for goddamn sure. If you haven't yet, check our Patreon out. It's uh, it's linked to our Twitter. Every dollar counts. Some of you are still freeloading out there. Please, donate a dollar. We uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Whatever you got. Or just go to Patreon and type in Danish and O'Neill Podcast and it will show right up. Thanks to Kathy with a K and Ola Tosin for becoming patrons. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, looks like... Appreciate uh, it. Rest in peace, Boner City. Looks like the Fran Lilac finally finally took her down. We knew the day would come. It was. Uh, I didn't know when, but it seems that it Boner City has officially gone under as a city. I think though uh, the ruins people, of Boner City. I think enough people have downloaded it. Maybe it doesn't exist at all. <laughs> Maybe nobody ever downloaded it. Who knows? <laughs> It's, there it is. Uh, uh, yeah, the thank you to that's all That's the who, eulogy right there. To all who listened to it, cult classic, Boner City, apparently no longer up. If, uh, if you missed it, you had you had an ample opportunity <laughs> to check it out. You had about four solid years. <laughs> but uh, So if you missed it, you can hear the legend. You, you may yeah. run into someone years from now. You ever hear this little thing called Boner City? But there, were, there was a guy who said he was only on like episode 53. 
So I think if he goes to the uh, Danish Noodle fan page, I'm sure somebody has like a file that they could probably I send think, it to him or I think somehow swap it out. It'll live on, I think, through some sort of uh, pirate trading or somebody, I think. On Reddit? Like a, a subreddit? You would think somebody out there has it. So yeah, sorry I'm to- sure, uh, I'm sure. I think I might have it somewhere on, on some computer that is now- uh, gone under. Sucks for uh, for that guy. Sorry to hear it, but, dude. Uh, it was just getting good on fifty three. He was ha- over halfway through, and he did not quite make it. It'd be like if they uh, took Breaking Bad off of Netflix, and you were uh, only on episode forty one. How does it end? He doesn't <laughs> know. Nobody knows who was that. Let's see who that was. Uh, that was no, wasn't him. It's going through the Twitter here. We got. Uh, I don't know if I can find it offhand, but uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> uh, did you see the Gary Keeler news? I did. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to report it. Uh, he uh, he said these women enjoyed his flirtations. Well, not only that, but um, hold on, Barbara was all over that, and some other people oh, sent it to me as well. A ton of allegations. I, like yeah. we said, there was yeah. no way that they fired him for like one. There was lady more being like a lot more to it than him touching someone's back, is what no. he alleged. Dude, they would not rip this. They were trying to get ahead of NPR was trying to get ahead of this story by literally removing him from ever being on that fucking channel. I guess the Minnesota arm of NPR, aka the MPR, Minnesota Public Radio, <laughs> says it was more than a single touch that cost Gary his job. But uh, Keeler says it's so many untruths that resulted in his firing. He said he's going to write a fucking uh, novel about this, like Good. a fictionalized version of what really happened. This guy's out of his that fucking doesn't mind. Doesn't even by make the way. sense. Why not just write a nonfiction version of what happened? He said that uh, he is he said, scared he'll get sued. No, he said that uh, his fiction is, is quite honest, so he's going to write a fictionalized version okay. of it. Okay, so this is honest it, fiction, a it, new genre invented. He's going. It was all wordplay and shit too. Like he was literally spinning this into like a bit that you would see at Prairie Home Companion. Gary you had a run way longer than you deserved. <laughs> yeah. just just take just leave, go away. Uh, NPR president, there's a great name of a cop, John McTaggart. <laughs> wait, wait, Taggart? McTaggart. Jesus. Said in a statement uh, Tuesday that Keeler was fired after a former colleague accused him of multiple incidents over several years, and none of those allegations involved the specific touch of a back. Uh, by Wednesday night, Keeler had written a lengthy response, of course, to McTaggart's letter and a statement provided <laughs> to USA Today via his sister and representative, Le- Linda Keeler Berg. That's his uh, sister's his she, rep. She still kept the Keeler? LKB, She, she went yeah. with a hyphen on that? I think once she realized Gary hit the big time, she, she, was, she couldn't get rid of it. What'd she say to her husband? Hey, uh, hey, Bill, Sorry. I got to go back to the Keeler. I'm going to throw that in front. The Keeler's too valuable. He said, if I'm guilty of harassment, then everyone who stole a pencil is guilty of embezzlement. <laughs> I saw that. Which is such a great... This is literally This is literally like he's arguing in a Lake Wobegon court that's on Prairie Home Companion. This is in front of Judge Ham. I'm an honest fiction writer, and I will tell this story in a novel. Keela wrote, John McTaggart's letter was in response to a blizzard of listener anger. All of it richly deserved after NPR expunged shows that people loved. So he's saying... <laughs> So he's saying people wrote in angry, not because of what I did, but because people love these shows. Yeah, people really need this to help them go to sleep. And listeners smell the rat or your ear hair. Management, when it heard a complaint back in October, did not have the good manners to call me a part of NPR for 50 years and sit down with me face to face and talk about what it happened. Oh, fuck you. This is probably, dude, everybody knew about this and they're just waiting now that all these string of allegations 
of all this sexual misconduct. They were just sitting on this being like, I hope this never becomes a fucking thing where people are going to start looking everywhere. Well, this kind of attitude just reeks of someone who is entitled to, to, to do this sort of thing. He said, if they had done that simple courteous thing, this all would have been avoided. Uh, He continued calling a letter from the attorney of an unnamed Prairie Home Companion colleague that alleged Keeler's bad behavior, a highly selective and imaginative piece of work. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Siskel and Ebert, like reviewing a movie. Dude, this guy, anytime he's touched a woman, it has been against her will, if you look at this fucking guy. Even Even the women he's been married to. Yeah. Allegedly. The accusations in the letter included dozens of sexually inappropriate incidents, including, according to McTaggart's statement, excerpts of emails and written messages, requests for sexual conduct, an explicit description of sexual communication and touching. Uh, the, the colleague's attorney described some of the alleged behavior in a 12-page letter. Jesus. Jesus Christ. How do you fill 12 pages? And this must guy, be a lot there. This guy's literally denying, denying, denying. He, Keeler goes on, how to respond to so many untruths in a short space. Oh, by the way. How about not saying that, just dude, saying what you want to say. You're going to tell me that every one of these fucking people is lying, you fucking sick piece why of shit. Why do they have it out for you, Gary? And you're like yeah, 80 what? years old. Like, why now? We, we shut, he, shut up. He ought to just go, I did it all. See you later. The woman who complained was a friend, had been hired as a freelance researcher, an employee of mine, not NPRs, which makes it even uh, more damning. uh, Part of your freelancing job is uh, for you to uh, go ahead and uh, fondle my testicles. He's like, the freelancing (laughs) includes some free grabbing. Working a job that she did from home by email. I hardly ever saw her in the office. Hardly. That means that you did see her sometimes, and all you have to see her is once to grope her. But even if she worked at home, you couldn't send her emails of, like, pics of your dick unsolicited over and over again? What do you you think of this? Uh, It's a picture of my penis uh, near the Lake Wobegon Pond. (laughs) I shoot the Lake Wobegon amount of gum. (laughs) Is this this considered a large amount of semen or a small amount? (laughs) You this fucking guy. Our French. Imagine the picture of he sent you a picture of oh. himself naked. You know what? I got to be honest with you. His dick probably is way better looking than his face. <laughs> probably similar. Our friendship, which was mutual. Our, I mean, most friendships, I assume, are reciprocal and respectful. Continued in frequent e- emails about our kids and travel and family things. It continued to my last show and beyond. She signed her emails. I love you. And she asked if her daughter could be hired to work here and so forth. She still features a Prairie Home Companion prominently on her Facebook page. He's really done some detective work. <laughs> this guy's looking for it. By the way, this is one of dozens. Yeah. This is one. He concluded his statement by saying, I'm a writer, and I have better things to do than fight with a committee of faceless people who are in a panic. And I'm glad not to have any connection with an organization that operates like that. I would use the term writer loosely. Very loosely. According to McTaggart, NPR learned about the allegations in late August of 2017. It's actually uh, around my birthday. It's good. Keeler was fired on November 29th, uh, 2017. His syndicated columns were dropped from the Washington Post Post the next day. About four elderly people mourn the loss of that. Uh, McTaggart said he hopes that NPR and Keeler can agree on a way to provide public access to archives of Prairie Home Companion. Don't bother McTaggart because Keeler owns the legal rights and trademarks to it. Oh, boy. And then uh, it says the mandolinist guy took over. <laughs> well, you think it was him and the guy who does the sound effects that were just groping chicks all the time? <laughs> and they framed Gary because they yeah. wanted him out? Jesus. Could be. 
So, so this goes on. I mean, we knew when we heard it that you don't fire a guy and get rid of all that money coming in. 50 years of fucking sh- bullshit or 40 years they had Prairie Oak Companion on. Yeah. Thousands of episodes. They're going to get rid of all that content they paid for. No, it, it, it didn't make sense. And we knew that something was coming. I don't know why yeah. they waited until now, maybe just to get their ducks in a row so you don't get sued. It'd be like if, uh, you know, they, they just got rid of Seinfeld all like from the face of the earth because of somebody uh, touched somebody's back. Yeah, it makes no sense. It would have to be like Jerry was a fucking, like a fucking part of the clan or something, like a leader. Gary Gary fits. He checks every box of the sexual predator. Yeah. He, a lot of power. Uh, not an attractive not, person. Tall, though. A lot of these guys are tall. Yeah. I think uh, it, it, there must be something in there. Like, gives him a little bit more. Uh, Just the height? A little bit more. The confidence? Confidence, yeah. To go after it. Uh, speaking of bizarre stories, Jason sent this, and Barb was on it as well, a few others. Uh, apparently, the guy who was in the Barney the Dinosaur suit, uh, his name, he's a spiritual healer named David Joyner. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is that uh, t- Tim Joyner? <laughs> or Walton Joyner. The, the open micer? Uh, he... Walton, wait, Walton Joyner? <laughs> Jordan, excuse oh. me. Uh, he is now a tantric massage specialist and spiritual healer. Whoa, is this like a Yanni massage? Uh, it's very sexual. He basically has sex with women for money. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what is the tantric? This, is that the one where they like lay on top of you? Tantric and... is where you last for like eight hours. It's no, no, what, but uh, what is the massage I think it's it? just sex. <laughs> it said a full session with him lasts three to four hours and costs $350. Wait, What? For that price, female clients, the only kind he accepts, so you know he's a great masseuse, can expect to receive a ritual bath, chakra balancing, and a massage. Also on the menu, cosmic mind-blowing orgasms. (laughs) How many people are doing this? (laughs) I have no idea. Is this like a booming business? I would doubt it. What the hell's with the ritual bath? He claims this guy's totally like, dude. This guy's trying to turn his sexual fantasies into a fucking business. He, well, he claims. Actually, I don't think it does say he fucks these women. So no. I take, I rescind that. But mind blowing. It says orgasm. He said though. he achieves that through massage alone, which okay. I have trouble believing. So uh, digital the, penetration. The goal of a which session is to it. fully release a woman's blocked energy. So it is like the uh, Yanni massage. Yeah. Digital penetration would be a good uh, hip hop group. It is a good hip-hop group. So they're up there with diggable planets. Uh, well, th- what's, this is weird, though, because he says when the lingam, a.k.a. the penis, and the yoni, a.k.a. the vagina. So why is he, wait, are these, these are the chakra terms? He says there's a certain energy that takes place that hands on the body alone cannot create. So it does sound like he's fucking, Dude. he's going back and forth. <laughs> I've never heard a guy skirt around the fact that he's fucking these women so hard. Even it's through just... G-spot massage, it's still not the same energy that flows, he says. He's really like... So he's just fingering a woman, calling yeah. it a massage? No, he's fucking her, too. Because he says yeah, that you yeah. can't... Yeah, you got to have a wiener in there. Uh, it's not a booming business. He has 30 clients. Jesus Christ! I would say it's a pretty booming business. <laughs> I mean, not. it's not like 500. Yeah, But I guess. they're like paying some, paying some dude to fuck them. Or in quotes, goddesses, as he calls them, which is creepy. Wow. And he unblocks the energy of two to four women a week. Uh, I don't know why that's not up there more. It's at uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like 50 years old though it, they Probably say, all he's got He's 54 They say it's different than his work as a software analyst at Texas Instruments A job he held for six years and landed shortly after graduating from ITT Technical Institute Good Shut plug. up 
ITT Tech. Good plug for them. No why aren't fucking they, why way. don't they claim this guy is a graduate? Wait, the guy from Barney was went to ITT Tech? He was not Tech? the voice. He's just the... He was the guy in the suit. The, yeah, the... Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? An actor? Uh, yeah, I get, yeah, the guy in the mascot um, But Joyner says his current work in Tantra does share many similarities to the, his job on Barney. Uh, he says, the energy I brought up while in the costume is based on the foundation of Tantra, which is love. Everything stems, grows, and evolves from love. Even when you have emotionally blocked energy, the best way to remove it is to remove it with love and then replace it with God's divine love. Love heals and allows you to wow. continue to grow. Sounds like he's I've gone never off seen the deep a guy end. try to rationalize something more in his own mind. Uh, by the way, though, decent money. You're making uh, three fifty. You're a making a thousand to fourteen hundred a month or a week. Yeah, I don't to even, bone these. You didn't tricks. really have to go. Uh, it's a great business. You didn't have to go to ITT to do this. I don't think. Do <laughs> Who knows? It may be a course they teach. may have been a minor. He may have gone to University <laughs> of Phoenix massage minor. University of Phoenix online for his masters in this. He went to DeVry. He said before I got into the Barney costume, I would pray and ask God to allow allow his loving divine spirit to flow through me oh, through wow. the costume and let that draw the kids. That energy would draw them in. Children are more connected spiritual, spiritually than adults. A lot of times when I see infants and I'm out and about at the grocery store or whatever, they start staring at me. I make the joke, you know who I am. What the <laughs> fuck? This guy, man, look at the ego on this dude. By the way, he's not calling himself a fucking uh, prostitute. He's calling himself a tantric healer. He's not, call- he's, he's not just a guy who's wearing a goddamn fucking Barney costume. There hasn't been a kid in this world that has looked at that guy and known who the fuck he is. If you know who that guy is, you're like a creepy, obsessed Barney adult. Yeah. Uh, he says he also uses tantra training to maintain his energy during long days on the set where he wore the hot uh, costume. But he's not doing it anymore. No. For se- that thing was 70 pounds for several hours and numerous takes for various scenes. Tantra helped him maintain an abundance of joy during the process. Yeah, wait, Tantra did? I think probably helps <laughs> him, helped him produce a bundle of, of jizz to fucking <laughs> blow on horny moms. Uh, it says the they say many in the West associate... Uh, Tantra with long marathon-like sex, but the practice is rooted in Buddhism, like Sagal and Hinduism. God, dude, I, I feel like some of these religions, like these creepers, are just using this to be total fucking scumbags. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, I'm not. I mean, not that he's a scumbag. These women are, are rightfully, but this guy's really rationalizing it away from the prostitution side. Uh, Joiner dropped this gem, and it's a Vice article. When you go down on a woman. It says orally, which obviously, I mean, I guess you could eat her ass. It should be just like you're saying grace, like blessing the food you're about to receive. <laughs> this guy's a fucking... No food in the world can compare to goddess nectar because spirit is involved. Because you taste the goddess nectar, give thanks. Say grace. I would love women to understand how powerful that energy is. What the fuck? Is this guy only eating out squirters? Is it just like getting? I think he, is he getting blasted in the face? I think he puts on a lobster bib. He has a knife and fork. Yeah, he, he sharpens them. Says <laughs> grace for oh the my goddess God. nectar. It's the creepiest phrase I've ever heard in my life. Uh, the mission statement on his website. Please check it out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wait, I just it, that just hit me. The the goddess nectar. Ugh, <laughs> filth. That's filthier That's than right, saying a yeah. woman's cum. <laughs> it's just gross. It's like, it's like what a creepy, like, holier-than-thou guy would say, but you're like, that's just gross. This than- guy's just manipulating people. Yeah. Uh, his website's tantraharmony.com. 
And the mission statement is connecting your mind, body, and spirit together as one in perfect harmony, achieving a higher and more blissful state of awareness to your sexuality. <laughs> Through me and your pussy. <laughs> and who you are as a spiritual being. And I will say grace before I eat your box. <laughs> and I'll thank the Lord. Literally. It's like, uh, what do you call it? The, when you eat the eat God and you drink them at church? Oh, uh, when you take, uh, take communion? communion? Yeah, it's his uh, eating yeah, pussy and, the, and he licking puts the it ass. on the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> what a sicko. Man, what a fucking weird dude. It's really uh, an odd way to uh, frame everything, to be honest with you. It says, for clients, this higher and more blissful state of awareness is often best achieved through penetrative, <laughs> ideally unprotected sex, oh! according to Joyner. Oh, shut the <laughs> fuck up. He says, and this is oh, unbelievable. Wow. This is like the absolute most Seagal thing I've ever heard. Condoms in quotes block the energy <laughs> oh man it blocks my chi balls <laughs> well, that is the weirdest wow. i've heard a lot of excuses Does for it, like why i shouldn't use the condom i've never heard hey man this is gonna block the end this is for you this maybe you benefit. should use that out there gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> do you want the full healing power of my penis you'll this, let me go in there raw so he's probably just blowing loads inside too you would think yeah i mean i don't think you, i wonder out. if he has kids out there I wonder if he has fucking diseases. Well, of thirty chicks. You, he has HPV, one hundred percent. He is, like and he's spreading it. Thirty strands. He provides his STD test result to prospective oh clients. What is this? A porn set? Literally, this guy. is a fucking porn guy who are asked to disclose any STDs they have and assign consent form prior a, to the first session. What a dishonest <laughs> sack of shit, man. Other tantra coaches are calling this highly unorthodox practice. Yeah, guys are like, I don't, by the way, I'll eat the box afterwards <laughs> if we, like, bonded. Uh, Kaya Kwan Yin is a tantra life coach with more than 100 hours training in a full-time tantra business. By the way, it doesn't seem like a lot of training, 100 hours. <laughs> Not it's that like much. two weeks. It sees her working primarily with male clients. Again, oh, odd. Whoa. She says the idea is that condom could block energy sounds shady and ridiculous. Oh, so she wears condoms on In her, her opinion, tantric sex can happen with your clothes on. What typically looks like penis and vagina penetration... Dude, they're all crazy. ...is often referred to as full union in contemporary practice. Okay. Dude, this is, they're all crazy. Sexual energy penetrates clothes, condoms, countries, and beyond. <laughs> so what, you can do this via Skype? <laughs> to infinity and beyond. I'm fucking a woman in India as we speak. Yeah, I just, great. Came, I just came in my pants four times. <laughs> Having sex with clients in the world of tantra is more of an anomaly than the norm she lives in tokyo wow dude i man what a weird by the way it's a great, what a great battle it's, a, it's a great world a great battle between those two idiots like this lady's like it's like i'm oh, better than dare you. you i could make somebody come from three thousand miles away with my clothes on uh joiner believe he stands by his practice he says once the lingam aka the dingus the dingam is inside the Yanni, a.k.a. that Pusay. Why does he just say the fucking... What we is this guy? He used to dress it up in these terms to pretend uh. he's religious. There's a technique where you don't even move. You're harmonizing spiritually and consciously as you're looking into each other's eyes. That'd be creepy. And you're feeling each other's energy take place. This is about energy moving up. This goes yeah, beyond... Yeah, this is about his dick moving up inside your <laughs> vagina. With Ladies, cum moving up inside please. of that. Now, this goes beyond the realm of the merely physical... A lot of women have never really had spiritual sex. I'm gonna, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Not the way you're doing it. It's <laughs> so fucking creepy. Wow. Some woman who knocked him said, even porn stars in California use condoms. It's the law. <laughs> That's why they all went to Florida. 
Uh, he began this current practice in 2004. Finds his clients any number of ways, from word of mouth, word to dick, to converting women he's met oh, on Tinder into believers. This guy's cruising wow. Tinder. And also, these chicks are paying. What's more shocking? Like, hey, it's nice to meet you. My name is whatever, Joiner. I want to fuck you via Tantra sex. Or <laughs> it like, costs $350. By the way, I was also the guy who was in the Barney the Dinosaur costume. You're like, wait, what? I think he, I think he uses that as the, the, the uh, lure in the water to kind of snag him and bring him in. On paper, he's the ultimate uh, catfisher, it would seem. Yeah. Like the, that information, you're like, this isn't real. But what's even odder is the word of mouth. Oh, by the way, this guy, I've never had a guy eat my pussy like this. He said grace. He fucking oh. hate it. He didn't wear a condom. Called he the fucked me. Goddess nectar. Give me some of his god uh, nectar. He yeah, sees clients in their homes all over L.A. We may need. Oh, us. he's in L.A. Oh yeah. Shut the fuck up. From Brentwood to Long Beach to deep in the valley. Wait, what is this guy? This even sounds like a rap song. Even at a state. It's like from the valley <laughs> to Brentwood. <laughs> god bless this, is this fucking guy, weird. Is this guy Randy Newman? I love L.A. <laughs> His website contains several goddess testimonials. This guy is oh, unbelievable. Dude, read some of them. I got. I can click on it. Oh, you gotta get. I gotta hear some of these testimonials. Do they Let's come with see. a picture? <laughs> I hope. Oh God. I'd watch video. Is there? Yeah, there's got to be some instructional video what this guy's doing. I saying came, grace. I came across David's profile on Tinder and was very interested in learning more about the art of tantra. I've had some sexual trauma as a child, and I'm aware of some healing that I want and need. Oh, my God. David met me for a consultation. I was comfortable, comfortable immediately. We spent hours just getting to know one another. A week later, I had my first of many sessions. It is a- <laughs> this sounds like the fucking <laughs> shittiest penthouse letter of all time. It is a process, an amazing experience. By the way, like almost every sentence is uh, one or two exclamation points. This uh. man is a thousand percent in tune and totally dedicated to Tantra, full of sweet, loving energy. I recommend it. At least give it one try and you decide. I now have a loving, lifelong friend and that has my back with a yeah, heart. Yeah, he's got your back because he's pounding it. Describing what? This is how this is written. Describing I've had many tantrum sessions with David, each one being equally amazing but different than the one before. Last night, my intention for the session was healing, awaking, and transformation. My job was to embrace everything so emotions could be released during a long and ex- exceptionally expert yanni massage i experienced my first full body orgasm it was literally the most sensational thing i've ever experienced it was one of the most intense single orgasms i've ever had should be the most wow. shouldn't it yeah the best no, way to- because she's probably had since then she's had probably no, equal tr- true. ones. the best way to describe it is an orgasm times 100 my entire <laughs> which is <laughs> okay this woman's a great writer whoever hey, wait, wrote this. way to uh way, way to put that Spell it out to us. Okay. My entire body vibrated with orgasmic energy. I literally felt it from the top of my head to the tip of my toes and every place in between. Ooh. The energy I felt running through my body was incredible. Thank you, David, for teaching me to open up and let the energy flow through me, a.k.a. his dick. I trust you. XOXO with a, a dollar sign put in there by mistake. <laughs> no, I think a dollar sign because she paid for it probably. <laughs> could be. <laughs> Wait, you know who I could see doing this? The Bushman. As or te- John Little. As or te- John Little. As kid. teachers or as clients? No, as teachers. Oh, yeah, John Little sure. would actually be great for this. I think you should try. Yeah. Why not? You know, I'm making about 80 grand a year fucking these <laughs> this person, ladies. This person sounds crazy. Oh, really? They're paying this guy to fuck them. Tantra can first seem a bit intimidating, but when you first meet David, he has this natural ability of listening to you, even when you aren't speaking. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm saying I'm hearing you saying you want th- give me three fifty so I can fuck you. Hey, don't worry, I'm gonna say Grace would eat your pussy. <laughs> He's very trust. You think if he doesn't, what? that's a big insult? No, I think it's an extra twenty five dollars to get him to do it. Can you say Grace over this? Do pussy? they have packages <laughs> like the full? Just <laughs> they have his package. Digital penetration. If if you pay him a thousand, he wears the Barney suit. What is it? The ling lingding. The lingam. The lingam. Lingam and the yoni. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> He's very trusting and sincere to your level of comfort. He's able to intuitively sense the areas within that need attention and or healing. And I think a lot of that's the clitoris. Oh wow, really? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm getting a real strong vibe that your pussy needs a little bit of healing. After experiencing David's spiritually guided massage, which is the is he is he having these women write this at gunpoint? Like this is unless just, he's just doing it all himself. This could be too. You will leave feeling renewed mentally, physically, and spiritually. His gifts are simply amazing. His gifts. His person titles theirs, Receive the Gifts. What <laughs> <laughs> a fucking dick. Oh, Jesus. Well, good luck to him. He's making a living. It's tough to make a living out there. Guy found a way. He says, sh- I so- wonder if he ever goes on TaskRabbit to be like, hey, anybody <laughs> needs some, uh, I'll do it for uh, $200 today. This person says, you're such a wonderful soul, a blessing, really. The world is getting highly ridiculous. There should be more people like you in it. <laughs> this guy is the reason the world's being ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous thing I've heard this week. You really can wipe a woman's hard drive for reboot. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. If angels exist, one is named David Joyner. I had excruciating migraines from a concussion years prior. One session with this amazing man, and they are gone. I am all for this guy. It's helping people, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I whatever. I guess it's helping them. But uh, wait, fucking dude, listen dude. to this. This sounds cult like. My experience with David was surreal. First, I was a little curious, so I asked for some references of ladies he's worked with, which could be friends, family, him. They spoke with me on the phone to unravel the mystery and walk me through the process. Oh, this is a to- this is total cult vibe. I felt reassured and open to the experience after their glowing reviews. You don't even know clue who these how people old are. are. How old are these women, you think? 80? 50s, 60s. God damn. Or maybe like very unattractive, 30, 40. I was treated like a goddess and adored to the fullest cell of my body. This guy is a prostitute and soul. So thrilled with this memory. It was the ultimate... And letting go. I would love to go to the next level of expansion of my being with this soul and to further depths of exploration. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can always contact me, and I can personally. I will tell you how wonderful David's supportive celebratory soul service is and go into more detail of personal results. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I would love to call one of these women and find out what... what I mean, how do they describe this? Oh, he gave me like a fucking... He, he sucked my chi out of my pussy. <laughs> then he fucking refilled it. Then he spit it into my ass. <laughs> then he refilled it with his fucking love, love juices. Subject of this one, I bow to the master of healing pleasure. <laughs> his male honey. Each time I've met with David, I was transported to a delicious and deep realm of pleasure. <laughs> what do you think he calls his jizz? His man sap? His Barney butter. <laughs> it's got to be Barney butter. Man sap. Fucking. Oh, God. What a fucking. This guy's, this guy's fucking woman insane. Woman nectar. This woman calls him a tantra god with magic hands. Oh. This person says it's a safe space to surrender. Sounds like an S&M club. <laughs> Wow, this is insane. This is this right it goes here goes on and on. But this is like new. This is the new age prostitution. Instead of like going on a site and being like, I'm gonna have this well, guy come over feel, and fuck me. You don't me. feel bad about it. It's just yeah. This is this is a way to rationalize prostitution. It's great. Uh, Congratulations. One- <laughs> I like. I prefer to just call it what it is. 
Yeah, why t- why dress it up? You can put a lipstick on yeah. a pig, still a pig. Why lick around the bush? <laughs> one client, whoosh, one client, Lisa, 50, who, like Joyner's other clients, preferred to use a pseudonym, pussy, to maintain privacy. What if you just said your name was Janet? People are going to guess who you are. Oh, wait, I know who that is. Janet, I heard her talking about going to some tantric place. <laughs> she found Joyner through Tinder, which all, pro- all professional masseuses are on Tinder. Fuck, dude. She had intercourse with him around the third session, aka date. Oh, yeah, that's, that's traditional. Old third date, yeah. Described it as a spiritual awakening. She's been a client for three years, so she started at forty-seven. Does she not care that he's? Fu- I mean, some of these women seem attached to him. This guy's a dude, and LA is the best place to get fucking people that need a cult. That's why Scientology is here, yeah, because it's enough people looking for answers and guidance. This guy just preys on them. She says it took her a few sessions before she was comfortable enough with Joiner to have intercourse. It wasn't as if I felt like I had to have a full session to get there. But then again, it was like, maybe I do. Oh, yeah. You know, you know why you think you need to? Because this guy fucking manipulated you into thinking that. Well, you, allegedly. you like to say that, but she's occasionally insisted that he wear a condom. <laughs> why? Like what? What is it? Her birthday? Do we have like, one hey, present? What day is it? Wednesday? Wednesday's the day you may have what AIDS. What does it wear fucking matter if once you're you, only getting occasionally? Then don't wear one at all. Yeah, once you don't, aren't you kind of like, hey, I might as well not? Another yeah. client, Indigo 53, so far two in their 50s, is a nurse, spends her life caring for others, and considers her sessions with joiners. Time to focus on her. I didn't go all the way the first time because he could feel my hesitation. I, I love how this, like, dude, you're just talking about fucking. You're not even talking about the tantric shit anymore. You're like, I didn't no. go all the way. But I after, just let him feel my tits. But after the first few sessions, I started to really let go. Sounds like he needs to kind of romance. Yeah. You know, this is all about healing. Come on. He, he, he fucking bathes them in some sort of bullshit fucking lingo. And then he gives them the ritual bath. And the, the grace. Well, and I bet he's like, look. If I wanted sex, wouldn't I just press you for it right away? And he's I'll wait. Like, I'll wait for you. He's like that fucking Bikram yoga guy where he says, I have women that want my semen and are going to pay me a million dollars. Seven women have killed themselves because I won't sleep with them. <laughs> this guy's fucking nuts. None Allegedly. Of the, none of the three clients I spoke to uh, provided through Joiner, which obviously is pretty biased, say they felt pressured. They, they say they felt none of them say they felt pressured or coerced into sex with them. Uh, who also vehemently denies anything of he says he denies that goes on either. Uh, I don't think it does. I mean, clearly they're paying you to go and do this. I mean, there's been no complaints about him of sexual harassment or, or coercion. Yeah, I don't think he's forcing anybody. I just think that they're all fucking weird. Uh, Laura Palumbo is the communications director with the National Sexual Violence Resource Center, the old NSVRC. She says a tantra session like Joiner's. That includes intercourse. Can muddy the waters of consent? I think when we're looking at a scenario like this, the goal is not to be sex negative, but taking a deeper look. It does seem like there are dynamics here that make a, li- a little more complicated, less straightforward than Man, consenting adults. What a fucking key word it is now. Dynamics. It's always <laughs> everything's about dynamics now when it comes to consent. It said it. Um, this may also be illegal in the state of California. Massage with the intent of causing arousal is considered solicitation. So it's like you're a hooker. You're not a masseuse. Yeah. To protect himself, he says he had a police officer friend help him write a contract that he has all potential uh, clients sign. But wait a second. During the consultation. what is a cop going to do with a cop? What is he, a lawyer part-time? This guy also, they meet him at fucking, uh, where did he go, ITT Tech? He did. Yeah, Uh, because being a cop doesn't mean anything. You've got to be a fucking lawyer. What's great is that the whole purpose of that contract, you sign it during the consultation process. 
It's simply to state that they're not law enforcement or part of a sting. Ah, <laughs> this guy's fucking... This guy's unbelievable. The first session... <laughs> so it's like, hey, he's like, by the way, you're not a cop. Yeah, you you got to suck my dick to prove you're not a cop. Go ahead. My cop friend drew this up, so if you say you're a cop uh, and you're not, it's a lie. You have to tell me if you are. By the way, let me put my wiener inside you just to prove that you're not a cop. <laughs> if, you were, if you were a cop, wouldn't suck my dick. Now, do that. He says the first session's free. Uh, oh, of course it is. And that session means it's legal consent because there's no money being uh, exchanged. Uh, oh, it's not prostitution yet. This, he contends, is his legal loophole. <laughs> this is so shady. Wow. <laughs> not according to California uh, defense attorney Jonathan Kelman. Uh, the fact that he charges for subsequent sessions, Kelman says, means that uh, if a client of Jordan's happened to complain to authorities, he could be charged with the act of prostitution. If said session did indeed include intercourse or massage with the intent of causing arousal. I think, I, you know what? The one smart thing this guy did was he kept his group small. 30 women. Yeah. And that way you're probably not going to have an issue. If you go with like 300, you're going to have some fucking problems. Uh, he's going with the, just the diehards. Like you got, he's really venting all these people. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, Ref- referrals only, but hold on, let me check Tinder to see if anyone is out there needs my I need a power. background check. I need to know <laughs> what you... Uh, not all of my sessions have sex or spiritual inti- intimacy. It's only... Just 98% of <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, I would say definitely 9 out of 10, if not more, if that's possible. It's only in the full sessions when someone's ready to take the sexual energy to a higher level. Yeah, by the way, I'm sure you do nothing to, uh, you know, help them entertain the the idea of going to the next level look your tennis elbow would feel a lot better oh, yeah. if i could come into you without this condom by the I'm way just gonna, i'm gonna put yeah, it out there i wouldn't enjoy this i'm not doing no. this for me i don't like this it's I'm hard work this. this is a job i like to feel a condoms you think i want to go in there you think i want to go in I'm there i'm risking my health with for no you. condom are you crazy if I'm you a, knew me, you'd know that was crazy. I'm a giver, but I am grateful for your goddess nectar, and I'll put it all over my face. You think I like to eat pussy? You think I want to eat this pussy? I'm actually gay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a husband. Because then it's about understanding that when the lingam and the yoni connect, there's a spiritual oh, exchange God, dude, What is place. he, three years old? This <laughs> not, is fucking stupid. Not physical pleasure. It's not about sex or trying to coerce someone into sex. It's about removing emotionally blocked energy. And it's so much easier when you don't call it a vagina or penis. It's so much easier when you call it a fucking play play name. Yeah, these spiritual Steven Seagal horseshit. Uh, Joiner discovered Tantra and spiritual sexuality in the 80s at 20 while training in Swedish massage. Hey, Frank, you're Swedish suckers. And, which he took up as a way to make extra money while at ITT. <laughs> Hey, students knowing, gotta, knowing that that education probably isn't going to pay off, I better uh, learn another trade. He may he began connecting the two, and while practicing massage on the side of his main gig at uh, at uh, Texas Instrument, clients began uh, telling what, him, hey, what, "Hey, what are you, hey, Frank, what are you doing on the side? Uh, what do you do anything else uh, for fun? F- fucking women? What's your wife up to? <laughs> for money?" He said. Uh, Clients began telling him his touch aroused him, so it was basically a calling that he couldn't not answer. Yeah, I mean, but does that make you any different than any other guy that would, uh, like, touch a horny chick who wants to fuck? <laughs> uh, he continued deeper into This guy's his- a total fucking narcissist. <laughs> oh, he's a con man, too. 
Con- allegedly. Continued deeper into his studies and shared his love of Tantra openly until he was asked to put a lid on it when he was cast as Barney in 91. They're like, hey, how about you shut the fuck up about the lingam and the Yanni where there's children on set here? I guarantee he's probably talking to kids about it. You know what your lingam is? You know what your Yanni is? Can we do an episode where we teach kids about their lingam? Wait, how good was this guy's fucking the guy's a- physical acting in that costume where they're like, you know what? We're going to go with this guy over some dude who's not into the fucking tantric massage <laughs> Why shit. Why not just replace him with some other fucking idiot who can jump around? Uh, All he did was jump around and like rub his hands together. Yeah, he did nothing. You could have put anybody. You should have just got a monkey to go in there. According to Joyner, uh, attorneys for the show told him he was not allowed to teach, practice, or talk about tantra while under contract for Barney. Oh, uh, they must have <laughs> just fucking destroyed him. He was told it was a lawsuit waiting to happen. Still, he practiced covertly throughout oh, his decade. He risked his fucking gig. <laughs> throughout his decade, it says his devotion to Tantra remained a secret he shared with some members of the crew, like some boom mic operator. Hey, right, Phil, dude, come over here. No, some fucking old set designer or lady woman. who's like, you know what I can do for you? You got arthritis? Don't tell the director. You have a Yachty and I have a... What? I got a lingo. A lingo. And it's big. Uh, but all who worked on the show he maintains could sense a certain energy about him they knew i was spiritual and that i meditated (laughs) how i bet oh the same way that the children knew that he was actually the guy behind barney i bet there are people on that show who fucking can't stand this guy oh you think you think that there's you don't think this guy probably got the shit beat out of him at the christmas party by a fucking boom mic operator (laughs) he beat him with the pole the mic's on I brought my wife here. I told you to stay the fuck away from her. I see you You're trying her. to do some bullshit about tantric massage. Stephen White, the head writer of the Barney franchise from 92 to 05. Good run. Says he just found out about Joiner's life in Tantra a few years ago. He can see how the pieces fit. I- <laughs> He's like, oh, I knew why this guy was a pervert. So I did know David was a very spiritual guy, very positive. He radiated energy. He was a very positive person. He, he attested it. He liked it. He said, when I found out the detail of what's involved in Tantra, I was surprised. I thought it was an interesting transition for Barney. It's still kind of the I love you, you love me deal, but different. <laughs> I didn't judge or anything, but that's the side of David I didn't know. Yeah, he's having a good time, uh, Leah Montez is now 39, who played Lucy on the show from 9 to 15. A little old at 15. David was eccentric and wonderful and into things that I wouldn't have been privy to, given my age at the time. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Uh, for for his time in the costume, she said he was a normal, funny, really energetic, and happy guy. And yeah, he, this guy's like, yeah, most of these fucking psychos are. <laughs> Joyner says he now wants to spread the word of Tantra and the power of the goddess energy. It sounds like a really shitty uh, energy drink for women in, like, Ohio. Goddess of energy? <laughs> no, goddess energy. Goddess energy. <laughs> Buy it at your local mobile station. It'll make your nipples hard as rocks. <laughs> he does it now as a tantra massage specialist. Yeah, we've read the whole article. Thanks for summing this up at the end. Uh, for a day, blah, blah, blah. He says, I always said it was never an accident and that I was meant to do this character uh, about Barney because a lot of the elements of Barney were a lot of things I was training with in Tantra. But by the way, how did they skirted over the whole fascinating side of how the fuck did he even audition? Like, was this guy an actor? He went from Texas Instruments. Here's what he looks like. ITT Tech. Looks kind of like Damon Wayans. Obviously, you can't really see his face in the shot. He's wearing like a long white robe. Oh, he looks like the uh, he looks like the priest. From uh, Walking Dead. It almost looks like Key, uh, Key Keegan, Michael Key. Yeah, doing bit. a character. Doing like a tantric <laughs> massage character. Here he is uh, during his time as Barney. I don't know why he's not in the costume. 
Oh, so he's got a big he's got a big black lingus. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, he is a black man, if you're wondering, because <laughs> I'm assuming this guy has such power that he could have a different color lingam if he wanted it to be. Yeah, sure, it's probably purple. Like <laughs> what? Uh, what an odd uh, turn of events for the character. There, there he is in the costume. Look at that arm motion. He's oh, doing. I could tell that's him without even uh, without taking the helmet off. Who knew that Tantra was uh, possible for one of the all-time most well-known kid show ever. Yeah. By the way, I mean, I don't know. I have I mean, I give him some credit for being in the costume, but I don't give him that much credit. Like, I think he's taking a little too much credit for the fucking thing. <laughs> I fuck you. The, you uh, fuck me. Pay me three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Going from one <laughs> lunatic to the next, if, if you, there's this documentary on Netflix called Haunters. Haunters? About people that do haunted houses. But I think I've heard of that one. There's a fucking guy, and there's but a people, waiting list to do this guy's house. Do you, do you pay him, or you just go in? So you, no, for this guy's house, it's four cans of dog food. <laughs> That's real? Yeah, because he gives it to, like, a Greyhound uh, rescue service. What the fuck? But, dude, so this haunted house... That's a serious price. I swear to God, this haunted house could take... Why four? Why not three? I don't know. So this haunted house could take fuck? anywhere from two to eight hours... And it's hands-on. They fucking waterboard you legitimately. In his house. Yeah. In his house. What, is there like, an age you have to be? Or is it like, hey, my no, kids he hand, Dude, there's like 24,000 person waiting list. What? This guy Skypes you, vets you. You have to sign a huge contract. I'm telling you, they put cockroaches into your mouth. They have people with their hands in your mouth. They what will fucking you get out grab you. Shove you around, throw you to the ground. It's literally tortured, and the whole time the guy that runs it, they just he like, has a camera in your face and he films it. Are they just like people who like S and M? Like, what Dude, do you get out of it? It's first of all, this one lady after she flew in from Kuwait to do this haunted house, what? and at the end she goes, "If you ever need anyone to beat the crap, I mean, uh, you know, be an actor in here, I would love to oh, so she just assault these people." She like, oh, she wants to work. He yeah. wants to fight people. Dude, a lot of these people go and do this. Did she bring him Kuwaiti have, dog has, food or was it he American? He had like two ex-cons that were working what there. What the fuck? Is Dude, he married? Yeah. He's, he's like a normal Does guy. He kids? He's a wedding singer. Oh my God. Uh, I didn't say whether he had kids or not. Is he a young... He lives in San Diego. Is he a masseuse? A fucking, no, but he... Uh, you, what, couldn't, you couldn't pay me... He's like, a DJ though. It's some people call him the best DJ ever. It would cost. It, I'd have to get like at least twenty to thirty grand no. to go do that, dude. They put snake live snakes. First of all, it just went up, dude. So <laughs> the, cockroach. Wait, they did you say in the mouth cockroach? Multiple cockroaches. They have more money. Crawling more, in. They hold than, your mouth open and ugh. let them go in. People puke. Yeah, and here's what they you do. You could with, probably get a disease from that, yeah. right? Here's what they do with ugh. the puke. They feed you rotten food and shit while ugh. you're while. Not only <laughs> the that, fuck? they put duct tape on your face. And then they'll what? cover your head in a bag until you can't breathe. But when you so this guy threw him, up, they picked up the throw up and shoved it back in his mouth. What? Yeah, dude. Does anyone freak they out? Spit in your face. Does anyone freak yeah. out? Here's the other thing. No safe word. 
There's no you, people are screaming. I don't want it anymore. Stop! I've had enough. I'd jump out of a window, dude. They have a legit waterboarding. They kept shoving this guy. He was laying in a pool. They kept holding his head underwater, oh, and then he would come up and breathe. They would shove his fucking head. Back what do these guys' neighbors think of this, dude? The one of the neighbors did it three fucking times. Oh, he loves it. No, it was a lady, and she claims that he was he tricked her into it. What three times? How do you get tricked three times? <laughs> Trick me thrice. Shame on you. Dude, now he's opened up other franchises of this. He's shit. opened other houses. Dude, he has a YouTube channel. He bought an apartment to do an apartment <laughs> tour. He tried to do it at this lady's horse ranch. He bought a trailer. And fucking somebody called and complained, and he spent hundred thousand dollars building this. He had to rip it all down. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, bend over right here." Oh, he's and such you, a you, fucking you lunatic. Feel a horse dick during your ass. <laughs> no, dude. I wouldn't doubt it. Here's what he says, that they don't this sexually is, assault you. This is insane. Dude. That, this is insane that people would want to do this. It blew my fucking mind when they... You can watch it on YouTube. He has this YouTube channel. I don't even know if I want to promote the guy. Granted, the, he, he doesn't really have any complaints because people that sign up, like, they're heavily vetted. But he kidnaps you, basically. And then he takes you into his house of horrors. This is insane. Does he leave his house set up like this he, all year? Uh, no, he, he he was only doing it like once a year. So now he's got. But now he's it. doing it every weekend. He has a toilet that you stick your head in. It sprays like shit. One one time, dude. By the way, he oh, they used to have kids working there, fourteen to sixteen years old. How has he not been shit. shut down by law know. enforcement, dude? I cannot wrap my head around how this has stayed open. One time, he said that this lady, because wow. they have ten greyhounds in the back. And this one time, one of the high school kids... You're talking buses, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's part of the tour? <laughs> like, hey, drive this car. See if you can jump it over there with these flaming greyhounds. <laughs> Dude, this girl saw oh, a teacher fuck. she didn't like and then took her fucking outside. Oh, and girl working? Shoved her head in the dog shit bin that they had with the fucking with the greyhounds. And she's like... Hey, did this you... was shoving her like, head in there. Just after she like talked to her friend in there, who went in there, too. Did they shove your head in the dog shit bin? Was that part of the tour? Or was that <laughs> extra? No, that was extra. Uh, I mean, th- the record, I guess, is six hours. Some lady stayed in there six. Oh, you can leave whenever you want. No, you can't leave until he decides that you're, you've had enough. Why did they keep a woman six hours? She, He finally uh, decided that. Dude, he's in your face with a camera. Is he insured? Saying, oh, yeah, look at you. No, I don't know, dude. Like what? So no, you got, I don't say, think say so. you had a heart attack. You could sue the fuck out of this uh, guy. He said someone did once have a heart attack. And he's like, and we made but, him stay in there for four they, hours. <laughs> Dude, no so medical treatment. There are crazy houses, but not as crazy as this, but they all have safe words. You say it, everybody stops, lights come up, you're done. But this guy, I'm telling you, this, the shit that I saw was mind-boggling. This guy was shoving his finger up this chick's nose, and she's in a coffin, and he's like ripping her mouth open and Ugh. shoving shit in it. Rotten food, dirt. Blood. Like What's wrong all with the people fucking... who work at this place? They're just like crazy. Oh, well, well, and... well, by the way, he had to stop. He had he couldn't hire teenagers anymore because one guy uh, was <laughs> uh, shocker was giving drugs and alcohol to one of the girls there. It was like fifteen or something. Jesus <laughs> he's Christ! Like, so, but dude, who trusts a high school kid? They have no impulse control. They could get crazy. Well, say you see, they like, knock you on the ground. Like that girl who saw the teacher. Say you see a guy, you know, a rival or someone you're in class with, yeah. and you could really go crazy, dude. And also, people get lost. Like you have people that want to do this, they get lost in the moment. And they get pretty fucking psycho. I think someone's gonna kill someone. There's this other guy who someone's does gonna a, like tase some. Someone's gonna do something crazy. There's this other guy who does a really cool haunted house, but he's old. Like he believes 
and like the scares and not the touching. And he calls this guy a hack. He said anybody <laughs> could fucking grab you and like try to drown you. He goes, it's torture porn. Yeah. And he's, he's worried. He's like, that's hostile. I'm trying to make artful films here. And I agree with him because he's like, one day some guy, people are going to start doing this more and more. Someone's going to die. They're going to get legislation and there's not going to be any more haunted houses. He could ruin it for everyone. You got to see it. It's uh. Jesus. It's pretty, uh, pretty eye-opening. Sounds, uh, sounds just frightening just from your description. But a fucking waiting list. A waiting list to get in there. To be tortured. But, I mean, I guess there are people who love those, like, mud runs that where you get electrocuted and, you, you know, it's Yeah, like, this is way worse. obviously, but it's, like, when you weird see these segment of people who are like, I want to be tortured. Dude, these guys are in a cage, and it's, like, over a kiddie pool. And, like, when they get up out of the water, is just enough so their mouth can, like, go through the cage and get a breath, and then a hand just keeps shoving your fucking head down. Someone's going to drown, I think. Yeah. I swallow sure. water, and they don't know, and you're dead. <clears throat> also, yeah, you can get dry drowning. Yeah, the day or two after. And then some guy's holding down, and, you know, they have the cloth, cloth like, legit waterboarding, pouring. They also they wouldn't even let our military do that during war. <laughs> and I this know. guy can do it in a San Diego backyard? And you have a big house? Uh, no, it, dude, I'm telling you. Total suburban house. Like, you go out to the, the suburbs fuck? of L.A., you know where it's just the same fucking house the whole yeah. way down? He lives in a cul-de-sac. What the fuck, man? It's, it was, dude, this lady, so the, most of them are, like, they don't even, they put the duct tape right on your skin and rip it off and shit, but the, they have this lady, and she was duct taped, and they don't know where they are, and they're handcuffed, and people are screaming, and people are all dressed up as fucking scary creatures. And then they shove a fucking bag, wrap it around her fucking head. She can't breathe. You want to talk about regret? I'm sure there are people who leave there like that was the worst decision I've ever made oh, yeah. in my life. And then you know what they? You know what he does? He posts your videos on. Dude, there was one on that I looked up. It was five hours long. On a five hour video. Yeah, of Jesus. this guy. Why doesn't he edit? <laughs> I think it was edited because there was like clips of him talking about What's it. What's weird though is like he's such a he's such a narcissist though because he thinks he's famous because of this. So he's like, you know, it's pretty cool. But hazing and fraternities is illegal. Why is this legal? Just because they consent? They consent, man. But isn't for you're there as when you're in a fraternity is because you're a minor? I, I think it's a gray area. Honestly, this I think crazy. this documentary. Is going to bring more light to it. I'm, I'm actually shocked in, that YouTube even allows him to post this. He may shit. get in trouble. I think after this, you just like this Yanni, this guy, like this uh, <laughs> Barney guy, may get arrested Sometimes in the next wanna, like week. You want to keep it underground? But yeah, no, they all want the media attention. I know. They, can't they want deny the fame. It. He wants the Barney fame back. It's crazy that you can, like you can in this in the world we live in, you can do this and like become known for it. just like insane. It it uh, and look if you want to do it, fine. I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but I was I, I was kind of blown away by it. It was a real shocker. It's uh wow. Because then does it does. Ever, like, does, does he give you the shocker? Well, I'm sure he no does. No sexual. He claims no sexual, but I don't know. Guys shoving their fingers in your mouth and like I don't. There, there's a lot of like t- touching and like there is. Oh, how I, many oh, people? How many oh, people? By the way, hold you down. Tarantula walks across your face. Where does he keep? And all he's of- scared of everything. He hates snakes. He hates spiders. My this dream is, like is, is him to someone, <laughs> someone, someone who gets <laughs> upset about it, and they make they kidnap him and make him go through like the craziest thing. But what you're gonna get is the copycats who 
uh, or, or insane. Yeah, who are like, oh no, you signed up for it. Someone's gonna fucking die. Someone's gonna get carried away. Someone's gonna fucking cut someone's throat. They're like, let's start cutting women's tits off. Like, it's, yeah. it's just gonna get bigger and crazier. But the creepiest part is he's in your face, so he holds the camera like six inches from your I face. Would, I would punch his camera and, like, and break it. And he he's like, oh yeah, you like that? Oh yeah, he's like jerking off when he's doing this. That's what it Why sounds did he like. say he started? He just likes it. Uh, he likes haunted houses. I mean, I think it's just like his own. He has this. He must be afraid of everything. What a weird. And it's also a way because he wanted to be like an actor. Then he was like a singer. And now he became a DJ and a wedding singer. Now he's like in his 50s. Has probably. he ever combined his loves and done a haunted wedding where he like fucks with you, throws fucking entrails at your face? No, but the, but this old lady who loves him as a wedding singer, who he he does a lot of events at her ranch is the one who said that he could put up his haunted house. Was that uh, Imus's ranch? He, uh, by, the, by the way, this guy's really good at construction because what he built was this <laughs> makeshift morgue where people would slide into the thing. It would be all cold. The and then all of a sudden it would raise up and then it would slant and everyone would fall down a funnel and he wanted to have everybody struggling for the fucking exit like all caught in a funnel so they would basically trample each other to death the fuck is wrong with this crazy it was crazy how many people get let in at once uh, usually it's one at a time because it's so fucking long. Is there like but a line on his? Lo- is there a line on his front lawn? No, because you you like have to go way in advance. You just hear he a woman screaming, you. and you're like, "Oh, hey, wait, she's gonna be in here for five more hours." So just hang a, out. A lady hang out called on my him. patio. A lady called him because her three year old saw somebody being suffocated with a bag. What, like a neighbor? Yeah, was walking Jesus by. Christ. Dude, some of this is going on during the day because it's eight fucking hours. Jesus, so you Christ. show up during the. Where day. did he get his money? The wedding singing. He said he spent over half a million on his houses. Probably more by now. This guy's fucking uh, this is crazy. Yeah, he has like a real job. He doesn't have a donation thing where you just put money? It's only dog no. food? He, so he has a real job, though. Like a like a normal job. And he does the wedding singing. And now this is like giving him the fame that he's always desired. This guy needs to be stopped. Yeah. The other guys were all... The other guys were like, cool. They're like, look, we like the old-fashioned. <laughs> Like, but they do some scary shit, <laughs> like creative the, stuff. Be funny, like those guys are just like, uh, it's literally like an old man and like a sheet, <laughs> like very lame. <laughs> no, they. That, this guy was a old. He was a prop designer for like Minority Report and that Van Helsing movie with Hugh Jackman. We and should shit. send the Bush down to San Diego oh, to take a take on. Dude, no. Some thing. people are like, it took me a year. I never thought it would happen. Bush would love it. What oh, if Bush? I don't think you could break Bush. What if a kid? I think people would be there. Like, let him go. <laughs> he's been he's been in here for hours. He's annoying. He's eating the food. He's oh drunk. yeah, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Oh, put the bag on my head again. Waterboard me. I survived lions as a kid. <laughs> oh come on. Of course you can waterboard me. Oh, the creepiest is this guy. And then you watch him edit, and he's like, oh yeah, look at this. <laughs> What a fucking weirdo. What if a kid's Make-A-Wish Foundation dream is to go in this thing? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Dude, I was shocked because this guy was like, yeah, I started here a couple years ago when he was 16 now. So Jesus. I think this guy was working here at 14. Do you, does he pay you to work there? Or do you get paid in <laughs> dog food? So. I think he gives you half a can of dog food. Hey, go donate this. Two bites what of it. What the fuck is wrong with you? I people? love this altruistic aspect of it where he's like, oh, I'm helping out uh, greyhounds. I waterboard humans to help dogs. 
<laughs> but I guess you know at the end of the day, like there's there's a demand for it and people want it. I think it's if you want to go do it. I mean, it's hard to feel bad for anyone who goes no. in there and you know what's going to happen. But it's just insane to hear. It's almost not a judgment, but it's just so bizarre that it's uh, just it's, it's very fascinating. That, weird that it exists that somebody yeah. would create it, and it's even weirder that there would be a demand for it. But yeah. I, hey, I mean, I guess I don't know. It's it's very I, I certainly would not do it or advise anyone to no. do it. I think I, honestly though I think he may have I don't know people might because people like the challenge of it, but also I think he may have blown his load by showing how creepy he was when he's doing this. <laughs> oh yeah, say hello. Oh, you haven't had enough. But dude, people are literally what free. Like people creep. are so traumatized that they can't speak afterwards. I'm sure you could get somebody's like, like, I have to go. Please let me go. Please. Let me go. He goes, no, you're not going anywhere. You could probably get like PTSD from such shit like this. It seems like it. Uh, speaking of gone too far, somebody sent me an article on Twitter, and this is the Pandora's box that's been open. Unfortunately, this is a, it's a sad story. Uh, I'm not, I don't. I looked at the article. There's really not much to report other than the headline. Uh, a guy in Chicago, forget his age, oh, uh, a, like a middle aged man, probably maybe a little younger, uh, molested three different kids at least. But his defense, he's uh, trans age. And he's really a nine-year-old oh trapped God. in a man's well, body. We've we, we've done it, everybody. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, it's, it's, we've created a society where at some point... How do you say that he's wrong? That might be legal. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a scary That's thing. That's fucking crazy. I saw it and I was like, this piece of shit should be tried as a nine-year-old. And by that, I mean beaten to death very slowly. Yeah. Death by haunted house. Throw him into this guy's <laughs> place and you say... Eight hours. You, however many... Two, two days worth. You hire every fucking teenager and maniac. That would be great. This guy just turns this into a legit house of death. (laughs) Why not? You're close. He's he's literally like he's ninety percent there. When I saw it, I was like, it's it's we've gotten to that level where this guy's like, hey, if someone can say they're an animal, whatever. If they want to say animal, they want to say they're Asian and they're fucking. Hey, I feel like I'm nine. You know what? It's I mean, you know, some guys like hey. Or some woman's like, hey, I want a penis. Or dude's like, I want a vagina. This guy's like, hey, I want to fuck kids. It's craziness. Man. What's weird about it, though, is, well, I mean, not like obviously all of it's weird, but the kids weren't nine. Like the kids were like way, way younger than, you know what I mean? So it's not like it was like nine yeah. and nine. It was like nine and six, nine and four, whatever. Yeah, this guy, yeah. <laughs> even if this guy was nine, if he was a nine year old kid and a four year old, he's a total sex crime. Uh, yeah, I saw it and I was like, what a piece of fucking shit. And if any lawyer defends this guy like you're a fucking scumbag <laughs> well you know there will oh, be there, i'm sure I'm sure somebody they will do it oj off yeah i saw that and i was like wow we are really at a fucking weird point and what where do you draw the line i guess i mean i, I mean obviously fucking kids i think anything you do like you're like well i'm sorry like if you're nine then you still what fucked if, up what if that kid that was fucking that horse that long time ago was a horse yeah it was trans horse yeah hey i'm a horse trans man. horse cock i'm just the horse just living my life. We're, we become very accepted. Like, I it's don't know. Strange. It's, uh, very strange time. I mean, obviously, it, uh, it's not going to be a uh, reliable uh, fucking. No, he's not going to get off, but. Oh, he got off. <laughs> unfortunately. Jesus, dude. Why? Yeah. Just sick, drag him behind yeah, a horse. The old, fuck, like the old ways. Days. What a sick piece of shit. Oh, actually, in the old days, they used to fuck the kids legally. The, the saddest part about it was that for whatever reason, like, friends of his kept being like down on their luck and like hey can we stay and they would go stay with this guy with the kids bring their kids oh, to him 
Jesus. And so then it just like kept happening. The lowest happening. of the low. Kept happening over and over, like three the different times at fucking least. Fucking asshole. Um, anyway, sorry to bring that up. Uh, Let's end a, on bit, a happy note. Bit of a downer. This is uh, a letter I got from Chase Moore. Uh says, hey guys, I first listened to your podcast while I was living in a one-room apartment in Yorubamba, Peru. Whoa. Long story short, I got my black belt in jiu-jitsu, then sold everything I have and uh, moved to Peru. I, mo- I moved down there to work with shamans and shake life up a little bit. Holy shit. I was on a fairly strict diet of ayahuasca and San, and San Pedro. What is San Pedro? Oh, I have no idea. I know it's a city. I don't know. So this guy's just doing ayahuasca all day? It sounds like it. Let me, let me look up San Pedro, whatever that means. I, mean, I know where it is. I didn't know that it was actually like a substance that you could uh, ingest. Uh... Important diet before the San Pedro or Wachuma ceremony. Oh, it's like when you take the ayahuasca? For performing the San Pedro or Wachuma, recommended to make a diet of one to two or three days before the ceremony. Suggested to eat fruits and vegetables okay. and to go to bed early. So it's like prepping for the shit. Yeah. Uh, and when I heard y'all on Ari's podcast, 251, since then, I've re- preached the gospel of your podcast across Mexico, Colombia, the UK, wow. and now Poland. Wow. Crazy, right? I met Jesus a great- Christ, this guy's fucking it's a world really traveling around. I met a great Polish girl drinking ayahuasca in Peru, and now I'm living with her in the middle of winter in this former communist wonderland. Holy shit. We're headed to Spain tomorrow, so I'll add another country to the list of where I've listened to your podcast. From the rainy season of the Andes in Peru to the cold block of flats in Poland and everywhere else in the past two years including a fast boat on the Amazon River. Hey, was this the, was this the guy that was going on the Amazon that would occasionally email? I must think it was. It must be. Y'all, I mean... <laughs> Unless there's another guy and he passed, they didn't even know that they're both listening to the fucking podcast. Kindred spirits. Y'all brought laughs to some pretty rough conditions. Thanks for the Holy podcast sh- and all the best. Dude, I can only imagine the, how rough those fucking conditions were. P.S. O'Neill, when we were in Columbia, I was slashed with a knife in an attempted robbery by two guys. <laughs> I clinched the guy with the knife. He cut me in the takedown. They ran away, and then I went home, drank some beers, super lewd the cut, and listened to Danish and O'Neill to calm my nor- nerves. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Dude, Chase Moore. I love this guy's lifestyle. This guy's like James Bond. This guy the is fuck? fucking. This guy is doing it. I mean, he's not Congratulations, only, dude. Not he's only traveling. Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. That's so he was hot. able to take the man down. He did get stabbed in the That's process. That's a fucking long... You know how long the road to get your fucking black belt is? What you, what's the craziest part of what he just said? I don't, I mean, know. I don't even know where to I start. I was like li- living in a communist apartment complex in Poland. The fucking <laughs> guy got stabbed. Going down the fucking Amazon in a boat? I don't I, yeah, I don't know. Uh I mean selling all of his this possessions to go down to Peru to study under these shamans and take ayahuasca. I this mean, guy's listener of the month. He may be the Ari Shafir life student of all time. Oh, this guy blows Ari away <laughs> with that. I mean, he's wow. definitely better at jiu-jitsu. Ooh, yeah, that is, that is Chase true. Moore. Definitely not a name you would expect of a man to no. be living that sort of lifestyle. But he took the more to heart. He's living. If his name was Chase Less, he would not be doing this. This guy's lived, it sounds like, 58 life, uh, lives. It's pretty fascinating, man. And like, I don't know how long this period is. Pro stabbed? He's lucky that that knife wasn't dirty. I wonder what the Super reaction glue. to the Danish and O'Neill gospel that he preached. I mean, I appreciate that he's doing it. Probably better in more English-speaking country. People are probably like, who the fuck? I'm assuming he does it to fellow 
uh, English speakers, but I don't know. Expats? Maybe he just, he does during like an ayahuasca session, if he ever leads them, just puts on Danish O'Neill and blares it. I wonder what the Polish girl's interpretation of, I mean, obviously her humor might be a little different. Yeah, I don't know. I how like when we, they make their farts out. I don't know how big we are in Poland right now, but <laughs> I'm assuming she's heard it. Could be Hasselhoff. Huge. Uh, send us her name. We'll give her a shout out. What a, yeah. I mean, Danish O'Neill, listener of the month, maybe 2018. It's, er, it's, it's too early. It's early to say, but I mean. But at the end of the year, let's have an awards ceremony. I mean, this for, guy's in, uh, best, best listener. Best article. This we guy, should do. That's what we should do at the end of the year. That's true. This guy's riding speedboats in the Amazon. I mean, yeah. he's really living life. Wow. Taking advantage of it, man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. But the ayahuasca might catch up to you. Might fucking start freaking out at some point. Are uh, super? Like, are there repercussions to super gluing a cut close, or is it just okay? I mean, I thought that. Can you get uh, infected from the inside though? That's what I thought. It's but I in Vietnam they did use like some form of glue to like seal people up. But maybe the to- like super glue is fairly toxic. It might just kill whatever bacteria. If, I guess it depends how deep it goes. I mean, maybe open it up, pour some beer in there, and just sealed it closed. Not that it matters, but Chase, could you send a picture of yourself to us? I'm dying to know what he yeah. looks like. Yeah. Like, is he like a straight laced guy who wears a sweater vest and glasses, or is he? Yeah, no, he probably long, wears crazy uh, hair. I picture dreadlocks. I picture a guy in a uh, three piece suit going down the fucking Amazon. <laughs> I picture dreadlocks. I'm going to say at least ten tattoos. Sandals, ninety percent of the time. Nose even in the, even in the winter in Poland. Nose ring hoop. No, maybe, maybe even no. the bowl. No, I'm saying no ring? because I'm saying possible infection when you go down to some of these countries. And the jujitsu could get ripped yeah. out. I'm gonna say uh, clean cut guy with a little bit of a beard. What was your job also before doing this? Like you know, you like us. Yeah. You work in Wall Street, and you're like, you know what? I'm uh, I'm leaving. I think I'm gonna become a shaman. And how do you support yourself? Do you work odd jobs? Or does the shaman <laughs> underground jujitsu tournament? <laughs> he could be in a kumites across the world. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Jesus. Yeah. What a I mean, what a well, chase. What a lifestyle. I love it. Do you ever plan on coming back to the US? Are you done? Yeah. Maybe he's running from the law. That would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> or a gambling. What, yeah, what are his origins? Where is he from? I'm assuming I mean the name, obviously. I would assume the No, no, somewhere. I mean like what oh, state? Yeah, what state? Uh, I'd guess like uh Utah. That would be cool though, just to be like, let's go down there for like a year and just like, I like study these shamans and uh, taking the ayahuasca all the time would probably not be good for me. Sounds intense. Uh, it's weird that like when you look at his path, like you just bounce. You know, it's yeah. like, hey, I'm in Peru. I'm going to Colombia. I meet this Polish chick. I'm off to Poland. I'm going to Spain. He's just like, this is. A, he probably is just a backpack. I would assume not yeah. much stuff. This guy's like a young Rocky Dennis. Do you remember in, in Mask when he wanted to ride his motorcycle all through Europe? Not really. You don't remember that? I remember the movie. But his buddy was I, like, I, I remember what I he looks like. I got a job. I'm going to go <laughs> no. live with my dad or something. He's like, fuck you. I remember what he looks like and Cher being his mother, and that's about yeah. it. Uh, oh, how old are you, too? Like, how old do you have to be? <laughs> he's like 54. Which would be and great. he's like, I have been doing And this. he's with some, like, Polish 23-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how's your... Uh, what is it? Your how's your lingus and your how's lingam? Her, how's her Yanni? What if he's just friends with her? I'm assuming he's not. I'm but. gonna say probably not. It's gonna be tough. First of all, whether even if he's friends with her, you're traveling across Europe. Uh, you're both, you know, strangers in a strange land. You're gonna end up fucking. That's just how that works. Also, out. what's the weirdest experience you've had on ayahuasca? Or has it all been pleasant? I'm just assuming you've had some weird yeah, uh, sure. times. 
Jeez. These are all, uh, these and, are all questions we never... And can, uh, can we, if we bought the Bushman a ticket, would you take him on a <laughs> trip with you? We should do a live podcast uh, wherever this guy finds himself next. We're going to oh, fly, fly to Cambodia and do a live <laughs> oh, show. <laughs> live show from a yurt. Uh, Jesus. Well, what, that was uh, good. It was a good way to end on a positive note. What a lifestyle. Chase Moore. I like your style. I want to party with you, Cowboy. I'm going to get a Chase Moore tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I live by this. We may have to get a Chase Moore t-shirt, but uh, his name is spelled with two O's. Just go with one O, though. Like two big boobies. Man. What a, I mean, what a, what a life. Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Check out that Patreon. and. Please. Uh, check out Haunter if you want to see this fucking weirdo. Oh, real quick news and notes around the Danish and O'Neill world. Happy belated 50th to Guy Fieri. Uh, oh, yeah. That piece of shit's 50 years old. Oh, did you see him signing those lean cuisines? <laughs> I've seen that a lot, yeah. It's but, his, like, thing. I saw yeah. him where he's like, he's pointing, though, because, like, people, there's such a demand for him, and he's like, no, no, this one's going to you, bro. And he, like, ta- he doesn't even whip him out there. He, like, tosses him gently. He, he knows he doesn't want lawsuits. Happy belated birthday to Allie. Uh, Stephanie in Vancouver and Dre Day of the Super Audio Network, oh, who we Dre both Day. met. Uh, sorry, I didn't get your birthdays out there sooner. We should do a Patreon birthday shout out. Uh, oh yeah, dollar eighty, fifty nine dollars. Real quick, sorry, this is to take one second. Last night I, st- I was at a grocery store on La Brea, and uh, La Brea. What's on La Brea? Ralph's. Oh, like, Ralph's. Yeah, okay. so like right across from Trader Joe's. Yeah, and so I was going in. And I'm walking in the parking lot, and I was kind of tired, Which, just daydreaming. Also, that's one's weird because there's a fucking Ralph's like a mile down the road again. Yeah, what it's, that parking lot's like for LA is huge. Yeah, yeah, especially so, at night. So as I'm going, I'm like, but you know, like when you get to like out of the spaces area where people come in the pull-in area. Yeah. So I look to my left and I see like this, like you know, I'm awful with cars, but it was uh, a white. It looked like one of those British convertibles. I don't know, like. like it's very small, two seater. Oh, like a Morgan? I've, I or mean, a Triumph? You know, was it I've, old or something? It was old. Okay. Very old. Yeah. Tops down. It I'm looks sure like it was like been, an, It was either like an MG or like Austin Healey. It's, got, or it's fucking, white with a blue racing stripe down the center. Were the sides different color? Uh, Some of those Austin Healy's. They don't remember. Like a, well, it could be. Uh, tops down. It, I guess it could be a lot of things. It's uh, and it looks like it's been like f- shined like that, like a minute before, like pristine. Yeah. And all, and no one's in it. All of a sudden, I just see it rolling backwards. Shut up! I swear to God. Shut up! And I and I, did you jump in it? In my, I was like so. I didn't react at all. Dude, it started rolling away. I swear to God. And I looked at it and I was like, that's weird. There's no one in that. And it's just rolling towards traffic. No. What happened? La Brea is a busy street. It's going out towards La Brea. Yeah, it's going backwards down a slight (laughs) slope. And I was like, oh my God. Is it like a slow, like almost like a slow motion roll? Yeah, slowly rolling. It's just like, whoa. But it's picking up speed as it's going. Oh, fuck. So I see this guy, this hipster guy, I think he's obviously the driver, runs towards it. And he like doesn't know what to do. Instead of opening the door and jumping in, or even jumping in Duke's house, when he gets behind it, he gets behind it. So no, he's trying no. to push it like Superman. No. I swear to God. Did you help him? I was too way too oh, far too. away. <laughs> Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> Dude, if it, if if these like five guys happen to be walking oh, across the driveway, shit. if they had not, they all went and they somehow stopped it. If he they didn't, his car was in the middle of the brand. It was going to get demolished. By the way, why take it that was car? Insane. Why take that car to Ralph's? One, I couldn't two, believe it. 
What the fuck, man? He you parked put- it illegally. He didn't. It wasn't in a space. It was just in the fucking double park oh, next you know to what? the red. Wonder, do you think that it rolled over there and then started rolling again? Well, when I saw it was stationed, then it started rolling somehow. I don't know how. Maybe it rolled. I didn't and even then see stopped him. And I didn't rolled? even see him get out. I saw it like stationary. Wow. Then all of a sudden, I see it roll backwards, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then, did you think jump in it? But you go, "What if this guy thinks I'm stealing it?" But say I jumped in it, and I, you know, I don't want to lie. But say I like crashed it or something. Yeah, but they out. probably have like a camera that you could probably go to. But he <laughs> would definitely know. be like, "Hey, fucker, get out of my car!" I don't get why he didn't jump. He easily he had the door in his hand. Maybe but he the just brakes. Panicked. Oh, dude, maybe he know, well, you know what? He panicked. Maybe he went behind. They it. could have like some sort of vacuum system on the brakes where like you have to be like, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it has to be started for it to even work. Is it bad that I was like a little disappointed that the worst didn't happen? Well, I mean, I guess someone could have gotten injured, but yeah, I, I think it would have been it would have been if it just hit a wall. But it's tough when you see a nice car like that. I, it was, I for it, me, it's like you don't want to see the artwork get destroyed. Dude, how like pristine this guy's car was? Like it was like I, I, he must obviously have what, sure left he, it in neutral. I'm assuming. Well, I, I, I'm or assuming left it in gear. I'm assuming that the parking brake. If there is one, didn't work. Malfunction, but it, sometimes it pop out of gear. <laughs> but by the way, if you, I've never seen that in my. And it wasn't. He's lucky. It wasn't. A, a, I would a carry, big slope. It was pretty flat. I would carry a piece of wood to put under the tire. If like just on the off chance that that happened. When he went behind I, it, I wouldn't go to Ralph's in my fucking nice vintage car. When he went behind it by himself, <laughs> it's not going to stop. Was it like it. Uh, it was small, but was it, it wasn't that small? Was it like Cameron and Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he's like? Well, it's weird because he like fiddled with the door and then he quickly gave up. But I was like, it's a small convert. You could have easily stepped over. He's like just, so paranoid about not fucking. He's like, I dude, the car's about to get smashed in traffic. It, w- it was odd because there was a oh, wall. Not, I'm not not Cameron. Was it like? Uh, Tom Cruise at uh, Risky Business. You know when it's oh, rolling? Yeah, down and the dock. Jump on the hood? Pretty much. Because you could see the desperate, like, oh, my God. Because it, it was obviously his car. I, I think I think it was just his instinct. Like, the first thing he thought was, like, get behind it. Because it is. <laughs> have you ever jumped in a car that's just kind of been rolling? Yeah. And then, well, no, but, but I've been it, in a car that's been rolling. You're, like, kind of freaking out, like, the yeah, brake. and the like, fucking, figure anything out. Yeah. And also, like, Parking brakes, even on my car, like my parking brake would slowly stop it, but it wouldn't stop it right away. Dude, if those guys, this might not even. There literally it. happened to be four or five guys, like seriously walking by right then. Wow, he was fucked. He wasn't stopping it. Like it was literally just pushing him along, or he was like walking backwards as he was trying. Walking backwards as he was trying, oh, but man. like making no progress. I mean, it was slowing it down slightly, but not much. Wow, and it was uh, it was either going to hit a wall. Like with bushes next to it or go into tra- traffic? Your best bet is to hit the wall. Hopefully it wouldn't do a, that just to much see damage. The, you knew, obviously, that he cared a huge well, yeah. deal about, I mean, how nice it looked. Where he parked it. The condition of it. Like, it was all pristine. And he saw it flash before his eyes. Man. Fucking, that must Such be, a busy street, that's too. That's a scary feeling. You imagine how much money? Like, I oh. mean, obviously... It's insured, but like to get it fixed and get it fixed right, and he probably, he might have done it himself. Like it, it almost it. looked like because I didn't see him, it almost looked like he ran from inside the store out. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, my fucking car!" Because like, the registers are all like you could see out. Yeah, and then like the the one of the registers, like, everyone have. stopped and looked, and everyone was like, "What?" Like everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Wow. So I don't know. I guess it's just for two uh, for timing on his part to happen to be right there at the front. Uh, and he sprinted out. But you know what? He, he should have done fast. But if, if you have that car, you park it like near the wall or something. I would even my car. I don't even like park it on a hill. I don't like parking on hills. 
But why not just put? He should have just put it in a spot. Because then it. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but like somewhere like where there's a parking uh, block where it might just roll into that. Yeah, he just had it out in the worst spot because it was close to the exit and that street. I mean, he would have been creamed. He must know that this does this. I mean, unless something, unless a <laughs> if cable, he, did, he didn't handle it. Well. Unless the parking brake cable snapped and it popped out of gear, I don't it know. Was, uh, it was something to behold. Never seen anything like That's it in my crazy. life. In such, like, you know, if it was some shit box, it yeah. would, you'd be like, it was crazy, but it wouldn't be. Like, some people jump. I, when I was a kid, we had a can... station wagon, and uh, my brother and sister and I were in there while my dad went into the grocery store, and I pulled the. Uh, the gear selector and it went in reverse my dad left it running because it was winter and we started going backwards towards a ditch and some guy dropped his groceries jumped in the car stopped it put it in park and then just got out left almost it looks really like any of the there's that top one all the same the one on the left is a jaguar x i mean it uh, wasn't that shape quite but it's similar and then that's a that's an uh, XKE Jaguar, but it could have been a Triumph or an MG. It, I mean, or, uh, this sort of like this sort of look. Yeah, I, I can't. It, there's a lot. I mean, either way, it's a nice car. It's not like something you want bashing into the. My sister wall. and I uh, were in my mom's car. I think left the keys in, slipped her into neutral. We, our driveway's on a slope. Went down, hit the hit a neighbor's tree. <laughs> oh, gee, well, you're lucky on that. Yeah, I mean, obviously going slowly. Yeah, it, it damaged the bumper, but like there was no major. But she wasn't impressed. No, I would say probably not. <laughs> not impressed. Yeah, it looks really like any. I, I just looked up classic British convertible, and it really looks like any of these. But uh, <laughs> so if you see that guy around town, but if you live also, in LA, watch out. British sports, old British sports. It was sports decorated cards. almost like, I mean, if imagine that as white, the body. Which one? The yellow with the oh. stripes. Yeah, that might be a, just a triumph. So it was it was Could white. Could have been a Lotus Salon, too. It was white with blue, like that. Um, uh, very small car. Yeah, I wonder if, they also, British sports cars, especially old ones, are notorious for being extremely unreliable. So this thing <laughs> well, could have just fucking... <laughs> there you go. They could have just... It, they all have gremlins. They could have just fucking pushed it down the hill. What if it was a Knight Rider scenario in the car, just like... For, uh, you mean the slowest Knight Rider in the world? It like got it, upset with him. <laughs> Trying to take matters into its own hands. I'm, I'm getting out of here. You said you're going to be in there five minutes. Been out here for twenty. <laughs> I wonder what I'm he was leaving. buying because he had obviously had nothing in his hands when he did. You came out. did you, you were going in or coming out? <laughs> I went in. Did you see him come back in? No, I just went in and kind of like forgot about it. When I left, I think he was gone. <laughs> I think Jesus. he was like, "Fuck, it's out of here." Maybe that's his. What, did he have groceries in his hand? Maybe that's his way of stealing stuff. <laughs> <That'd> be great. <laughs> Hey, my car's rolling down. I'll be right back to pay for this I felt stuff. like I witnessed a Mentos commercial. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then they all helped him, and then he gave them all a Mentos. I was like, this, this guy... Fresh I was almost like, this guy better take some cash out. Fucking give these guys. And he just saved his ass. <laughs> Dude, I feel like in LA, I've helped more people push their fucking car out of traffic than any anywhere else I've ever lived in my entire life. I feel like once every six months, I see some guy who's like cars blocking traffic and it's just him or some lady trying to push it out of the way and you have to get out and help them nothing we're working at yummy i felt like i did it like at least every three months nothing gets a random group of people together as a team like pushing some weird guy's car well it's also mutual interest to keep traffic moving yeah you're like just get it out of the way yeah pull it over all right Uh, thanks everybody check out the patreon please every dollar counts o'neill's getting married i'm having a baby we need we need money We also just provide excellent content. And, uh, That's another way. If, if, I mean, did that letter not convince you? <laughs> this guy's been all over the world. 
Danish and O'Neill's getting him through the hard time. And he's taking us with him. Chase, we're going to do a travel show with him. Chase Moore. I don't know if I could handle it. That'd be great. He's like, today we're going to run the Bulls on ass. This guy's definitely fucking rolling, doing jujitsu on, on fucking ayahuasca. Yeah, I would say so. This guy, this guy only fights on mescaline. Even uh, the black belt prevented him, though, probably from what? getting stabbed to death. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. And the, Interesting and the super, the super glue may be holding his neck on his, his shoulder. He might be. He might have a staff infection internally. Well, all right, right everybody. Would you see Cormier fighting Stipe? Yeah, Daniel Cormier. Dude, so wait, Stipe's huge. I know. It's weird as Cormier, he never did because he yeah. was a heavyweight, but he did, He went down because his best buddy, Kane Velasquez, but Kane's yeah, but back he, is so fucked up. He doesn't know if he'll ever get back to the top. Also, though, he claimed, like they smell a super fight between the two of them because yeah. he's like, I could close this out with a multi-million dollar deal. Yeah, he said he he knows. He's like, I am done hard out by 40. Yeah. He's like, he goes, I That's saw an March interview with 2019. him. He, he goes, I honestly don't want to retire. Uh, I still feel competitive. I still feel good. He's like, it's, it's a promise. Still I made is. My, so they promised my wife when I was uh, younger that it would, you know, at 40, it would be time for the kids. You got to get out at 40 yeah. anyway. And also, he's like, he's, he has a media career. Like, just get yeah. out. Did you see Demetrius Johnson too? You great movies. Like, I'll fight TJ Dillashaw, but it has to be a stacked fucking card because I want to get paid. And he yeah. goes, and I don't want to even headlight it. I want to be like a co-main event on like two other guys who are way bigger than yeah. me because he's like, I want to get fucking paid. It's like, this guy's... And he's asking the right the right things. In other MMA news, Nate Diaz claims he'll be back May or June. <laughs> but Eddie Alvarez, because Nate Diaz did a typical like you you pussies aren't doing shit, blah 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 blah. blah. And Eddie yeah. Alvarez goes, "You shut the fuck up! You're saying that we're all scared of you." He's like, "We're all fighting." He's like, he, he's like he, he said, "You're a dork." <laughs> he goes, "You're a dork." And he's like, "You don't want to fight? Don't fight. Just shut up." Something like that. Who else? There was another guy in there that shit on him too. They're like, "Shut the fuck!" Like we're all scared. Yeah. He goes, "None of you are doing shit." So I'll come back. Some like, guy called him. Okay, come on, big guy. Why don't we do this shit? <laughs> By the way, I don't think he's a draw anymore. He waited so long. But he's gonna be rusty as fuck. Yeah, we'll see how it turns out for him. And he's not. I mean, you know, I, he's, enter, he's entertaining, but he's not the greatest no. fighter in town. He's no, not. He's, he's like not even a top ten. <laughs> it's crazy, McGregor gifted him a fucking career dude by the way mcgregor is going to fucking he's going to wait himself out of a career or i don't even give a shit anymore or habib is gonna fucking destroy him did you hear what he said he goes he goes once uh habib beats ferguson and mcgregor he's, he's gonna retire after the last u.s the ufc where khabib fought they, or I think Khabib was either there or he fought. Dana White did an Instagram picture. He goes, this is what was waiting for me when I walked out to my car. It was Habib sitting on his hood, like leaning against it, with his fucking weirdo Russian <laughs> spies like us hat. And he had another one. And he goes, we're going to negotiate right here. And he waited at the guy's car. No shit. And he goes, well, I, so he's like, <laughs> so we had a talk. That's fucking great. I mean, he, yeah, this is like a guy who, a granted good, he's injured a lot, but like this is a guy who deserves it all. He's missed weight, but yeah, I mean, he's like. He only missed weight that once. Well, like, yeah, he, he almost died. I think it was twice. Was it twice? Uh, he's like, give me a fucking shot, man. It's yeah. a good move. It's like, hey, he, I'm he, ready. I think he also has a new diet guy who's like getting him down healthy. I think he's going to hold Ferguson down, but. We'll be. We'll see. I mean, that's all he does. He's. I, I think down. he'll whip him, and then I think McGregor comes in. I don't think McGregor ever fights him, and then I think I was watching. Uh, there's no belt, by the way. There's not going to be any fucking light heavyweight. Then Cormier's got to go out on top. There's, by the way, Goofsison versus Cormier. I'd rather see that fight. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting. Just the the size advantage alone. It's like yeah. Jones, just hard for him. It's to a, get it in. was the same fight as Jones, except I think after watching that though, the Goofsison may have could have won that fight as well. Stipe the probably is a big guy too. He's six four, two forty two. That's a lot to get in on, and he's a wrestler, and he's a fucking Cormier's boxer. Just so strong though. He's a boxer, too. He can take a punch. When I saw him take some of those fucking Nagano shots, sledgehammers. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you're, you're talking about Nagano, who's 6'5 and 260. As jacked and like, you And know, Cormier's 5'10 or 5'11. Yeah, and he is. And he's like a doughy 230. Yeah, he's starting to look doughier as, you know, he's getting older. He's just not built like uh, that. I mean, light heavyweight's the perfect. He's like Rashad. It was always like hard for him to find yeah. for a weight class for his height. You really, yeah, you'd like to see the guy get a big payday. Why not? I mean, he is getting him now, but I mean, I, I say fight Goofsis, and that's a more interesting fight for me. Yeah, I'd rather watch that than uh, it's actually a UFC on Fox card that uh, I have to watch. It was on last night. Didn't see it. The one of the lowest rated ones. Great, yeah. even better. That was the one with uh, Souza, fucking oh, uh, head ja- kicked ja- uh, Jacare. Oh, don't tell me I haven't seen. it Oh, yet. sorry. I want to. Uh, I want to watch that. Though. Okay. I like Jacare. Yeah. He's a guy who like has gotten kind of fucked out of a few uh, few fights. Problem is that he ends up losing. Yeah, then he'll end up winning, and then he just he's kind of one up, one can't down. Put the string together. Um, all right, everybody, we're gonna get out of here. Have a great week. That uh, was a post show UFC talk. Sell everything you own. Move to Peru. Go to Colombia. Meet a Polish woman. Go to Poland. Go to Spain. Cheat on that woman. Go to unless Lebanon. you have uh, children. Then yeah. Bring them with you. <laughs> Take care of them or sell them when you get to Poland. All right, know. everybody. Later on. Stay out of haunted houses and tantric massage parlors. Don't get duped by that fucking guy. Never turn the blue job down.